I can't wait this sh- the show this weekend, man. It's gonna be so much fun. Show's weekend's gonna be yeah, great. Them dude. go lounge invade. Fucking invasion show, dude. That's gonna be too crazy. Mm-hmm. I got some people coming. I hope. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's I mean, a couple people tough, popping yeah. in that uh, are gonna be funny too, and mm-hmm. that's uh, that's always nice. Get some new blood in there. Get some new blood. You, yeah, yeah. I feel like the go lounge. You have like the regular crowd, and I don't want them to end up hearing all the same jokes. Yeah, so. exactly. Got to mix it up. Well, that's the hardest part. Like we were just talking about about having a regular venue that you go to, or like mm-hmm. being at Winston's every week. If I get regulars there, it's gonna be tough because they're gonna. Yeah. Like, all right, we heard that, and mm-hmm. I'm like, well, I've, you know, 40 minutes of material, I can mix it up, but yeah, it's still, it's gonna get to a point where they're like, if you go regularly, you're gonna have heard all my stuff in a couple, you know, it would take yeah. a couple months. But no, like they all know my jokes. Everyone at Go Lounge knows pretty much all my jokes. I don't know. Those are some new ones tonight. Those are new ones tonight. Yeah, yeah, those, yeah, yeah. So those work too. Some new ones, and I always try to pepper a couple in. All my fat jokes are all old. And they're always going to be there. Those are my hacky hack jokes to get people's attention. But I always try to write like a newer, longer joke. You know, eh, it doesn't matter. If whatever, it's a fat joke, but it was yeah. fucking funny. Yeah, I, I get sick of telling them. So then you just if, if if it's not fresh, it doesn't pop. Yeah, I have that and, problem and it too. Sells. It doesn't sell. You know, on stage. Even with a joke, uh, it used to be my closer the where I had the farting double standard joke mm-hmm. and. That used to be my favorite joke, and it would kill, and now, I don't know, I just don't like the joke anymore. Like, yeah. It's a good joke, I read it, I laugh, I listen to it, I laugh, but compared to my other stuff, I'm like, ah, oh, it just feels inferior, and it's funny, because, you know, a year or two ago, that was my closer, that was like money, mm-hmm. and I would tell it with passion. Now I can't, I tell it, and it's just kind of going through the motions of like, you know, here's the joke. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's crazy to me, because I get over... Using the same material, unless I know it's gonna, you know, yeah, really unless well. it's just but even then, then you're, but even then, you don't really know, though. That's but the thing. I'm always adding tags to my stuff, and like the Morgan Freeman joke, <laughs> I ended that whole round two of finding someone else's condom. Yeah, it's not the Cracker Jack prize you were hoping for. <laughs> Actually, you don't want any prize coming out of that box, but. Yeah, and sometimes that happens where, like, you'll get a tag up for an old joke, and you're like, oh, that's funny, you know, like. It, this is a tag up to this old old joke, and it, it's fun to tell that joke. Again, well, that, yeah, that's know? why I try not to completely bail on old material yeah. if it's good, if it has potential, some whatever. But I've I've been doing that lately, where I'll just go back and look at a joke that I haven't told in a year, and now I tell it, and I tell it completely different because in this last year I've become a way better performer. Like the same material mm-hmm. a year ago to now, now I know how to sell it a little bit better. I mean, I have so much. I. I have a lot of work to do. You know what I mean? I'm I'm far from being where I want to, but at the same time, it's such noticeable growth in the last year. Like, yeah. Holy shit! But it's pretty. It's pretty fun. It's and pretty just, crazy. It's it's always fun adding tags. I just like fun. going to other people's mics. I just like going to other mics and just seeing some comics tell jokes and just seeing what the other mics are like, which is pretty fun too. I did that with uh, Copolino's mic. And it's not like a mic that is a mic that I like would like to do, but it's definitely a mic that I like to go see. 
So that's kind of a weird thing. <laughs> it's you know more of I mean? an experience. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, I like to go see it, but I don't see... You don't want to have to tell jokes. Go, I don't want to tell jokes. They're not going to like my, those jokes that I'm going to tell. They're not going to be like, oh, that's a do, nice molestation do, joke. Do that's they nice. know what's going on? What kind of crowd are we talking here? At the uh, Mishka? Yeah, Mishka, right? It's like the... Oh, you know, I should probably uh, intro the podcast. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Yeah, hello, you're listening to the Comedy Palace Podcast. I'm your host, Alan Henderson, and thanks for tuning in. This week, my guest is Mr. Dan Sanborn. And, uh, yeah, him and I and a few other comedians have a show coming up this Saturday night at the Comedy Palace at 9.30 in the back room. It's gonna be... F- it's gonna be such a fun show. It's gonna be a fucking party back there. It's gonna be a party. Like, we, it's gonna be a we are gonna rage. Too. We might. We're gonna close Everything, that place that's, down. That's what we pretty much do is party. It's all about having fun. For, yeah. For jokes on bombs. So, yeah, I can't wait. I don't want to get too nuts, but no, not ridiculous. It's not ridiculous. Still, it's still because you still need the crowd calm uh-huh. enough to watch a show. But rowdy enough to you know make it. Well, interesting. it's a different. It's a different kind of show. Jokes not bomb shows. People can talk. You know, I mean, you shut them down if they sh- if they are a bunch of dumbasses, but a little bit, you know. Yeah, what I mean, exactly. we exactly. Uh, I mean, don't come and like purposely come and heckle. It's not like that kind but of. We thing, in, but we invite a little. You invite a little, a little banter. If you yeah, will. exactly. We can take it. It's like uh, Jack Burton from a uh, from Big Trouble in Little China. Give me what you got. I can take it. Don't worry about it. Make <laughs> it more interesting. You know. No, I don't. I haven't seen that. Really, you haven't seen that movie? That's a, that's like. I don't know if I've ever movie. actually seen the whole thing. I've seen it like parts of it a million times. Going to people's houses in high school to to chill and burn one after school, and that fucking movie's on. Oh, and I'm no. never paying attention. Oh, I put my my kids and I watch it. And I treat I treat it like a, <laughs> I treat it like curriculum at my house. Dude. We watch B, <laughs> Big T and Little C. They're taking notes. They're right? taking yeah. notes. I'm like making them, you know. Field strip their Nerf guns while they're watching it. See, <laughs> this is why. In case you come up against a David Lopan. Yeah, you are a savage with the Nerf guns. Oh, that was fun. I fell like, oh my god, I did a Nerf meetup with these guys. And there's this one guy who just loved Nerf, like, way too much. Like, I talked to him and he gave me, like, a 45-minute speech about his fucking Nerf gun, dude. So, nerfing is just... Mm-hmm. Like, paintballing, but with Nerf guns, like, basically? Yeah, it's like paintballing. It's, like, sillier. I, the way I do it, it's, like, sillier. Well, yeah, yeah, dude, I can't like, imagine like you running around with giant fucking Nerf guns. I was guns. running, so I was running after this guy because I had this giant, giant Nerf axe. I saw I your axe, so can you use that to block shit? And yeah, then... I could spot, I could spot down bullets in oh, here with dude, it. Dude, that thing's big shit. enough to... Yeah. And even if a thing hits you, you're like, I'm, a, I'm huge, that thing wouldn't have done shit. Yeah, it's got two sets of pool noodles in it, like just a uh, second set, so it's really soft. It's like getting hit with a pillow. <laughs> like a really hard pillow, but a pillow, you know? Nerf. Uh, I can't believe we're talking about Nerf on your podcast. Yeah, uh, I can. <laughs> so, yeah, the show will be fun. But how long have you been doing? You you have a, your weekly open mic at the Go. I've Lounge. been doing that for about a year. A year, no, about a year. More than a more year. year. October of 2016. No, oh, so we started at the same time because yeah. back then I was doing the hole in the wall weekly. Yeah, shows. exactly. I saw I used to see that. The we were in direct competition with yeah. each other. <laughs> I was in direct competition with a lot of people when I first started. When I no, first started, that's why I started Thursdays. I started mm-hmm. before you, dude. I can show you the flyers. Mm-hmm. I started in September. There were zero Thursday shows. Yeah. Within a month or two, there were four fucking Thursdays. You guys put me out. Yeah. We were popping our first few shows. The mic had a giant. Giant list, like we legit had 50, 60 people at those shows, and all of a sudden there were four others that night 
they all went under except for you. Yeah, but yeah, because and you guys are a bunch of assholes. Because, yeah, we're a bunch of assholes and we're drunk doing it. So it's funny because you would think we'd be out first because we didn't know we were doing it. No, the go lounge took, to to ca- yeah, took, took a while to a catch on. I was looking at some old pictures because I was going through for the Jokes on the Bottoms like, page and I was going through like old pictures mm-hmm. and like three comics and like two people and like, man, it was That's because they humble were, beginnings. Because they were trying to literally go to four mics and it was mm-hmm. happening. Yeah, people were doing it. That's what the scene was really was. Yeah, it was, they were uh, mics like crazy. The, the Kava Lounge or Kava mm-hmm. Bar or something. Yeah, the like Alibi that. was just right on the street right down the street. Yeah, from and then I think Jin Bucha was doing some random Thursdays back then. What's funny know. is when I first started doing Go Lounge, they Alibi hit me up to do their open mic there. They're like, oh, we like what you're doing at Go Lounge. Oh, just do it here? Yeah, do it here. We'll give you $50 and, you know, a tab and stuff like that. But I was like, I love the Go Lounge, dude. <laughs> I got to fucking stay at the Go Lounge Yeah, that's forever. your spot. It's my spot, dude. I love it there. But it's fun, man. Well, it's going to be fun to branch out the show and see how it works to, like, party, bring the party atmosphere. Well, we've already, fun, yeah, yeah, we've done a couple shows with it, and Gina and uh, Tommy... Mm-hmm. A couple of the regulars were on the show, and it, it's yeah. already happened. Yeah. We've already basically. done it. That's why I was like, no, just make it jokes. Not, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. It's just not getting labeled properly. Yeah, exactly. Well, and Gina brought her family. Man, that show I headlined last weekend in the back room is probably the most fun I've ever had doing stand-up. That's sick. I'm pissed. I, I tried to record the set, and I, I sat it down, press record, angled it towards the stage. My thumb must have hit the button again because mm-hmm. I rolled away and all I have is a six second video of me setting it down, turning it on, <laughs> pointing it at the stage and turning it off. That's early. And I checked. I had enough battery. I had enough space. Like I just completely messed that up. Yeah, I mean, good. seriously, one of the most fun. It was a great set. I was doing crowd worky type stuff that I never do and it, it all worked because the crowd was so good. Mm. So that's the thing that sucks. I feel like right now, What's holding me back is a lot of the material I write. I need a crowd to interact with. Yeah. I need there to be females in the crowd as well as males. Happens. Yeah, and not so I can shit on women. Just I need the interaction for a couple. I need the guys' perspective with girls' perspective. You're doing relatable I things. can't do that at open mics when there's three people or or sixteen or sixteen comedians and mm-hmm. no ladies in the crowd. Like nothing. I, I have to be having fun, and I gotta be like, you know, I gotta have some energy with it. Tonight I had fun with it because mm-hmm. I like, you know. You come out there and you're having, and it's a fun time. That's why I have a hard time with like Jim Bucha. It's not that it's a bad mic, but you just go up there and it's like telling jokes in a library kind of. Uh, I, I, haven't, uh, I, haven't, I haven't been back in a yeah, long time because it's just too. you but go I like there. It. I'm like, there's a there's definitely a, a comic where this is good for them. There's definitely something that works. Oh, for, it like, works for someone. Yeah, it works it's for not me. Yeah, it's I, not you, for me at all. Yeah, you can exactly. pay me to go back there at this point because uh, I probably went. Over the course of three, four months, I mm-hmm. went a good eight to ten times. I like I like the dumplings or whatever. Total, there were four audience members mm-hmm. in all ten shows combined, mm-hmm. and that is one time there were four people. Yeah, and they wanted nothing to do with us. It was an, a group of like mm-hmm. two Asian girls and guys, and they were on their phones and talking. And they wanted less than nothing to do with us. Like, you would... I had a couple good jokes where I would interact with them for a second, and they would laugh and acknowledge it and then turn right around and not giving a fuck. It's funny you say that. No, actually, so I would say this. I'm not... I can't go back. Yeah. Lowry, Lowry, Brent Lowry, fucking comic and all-around dick. <laughs> but then, uh, he told me once when we were doing the, the go-down drum mic, and we were doing it just, you know, open mic, and he was like, open mics are something that happens to people. And like, once I heard that, I was like, that's true. Like, you got to change it. Then, like, Wait, what do you mean? Something that happens to people. Like, you'll go to a bar. You don't know. Like, people don't go out to open mics. It's like... Oh, it, it, for the audience know, member. For the audience yeah, member. Yeah, yeah. 
It's just something that happens to people. No, I've, I'm and trying so, like, to write some more like, stuff where I, yeah. can, I can joke about that mm-hmm. because they're just going out for a drink. Yeah. Especially, I, I've been telling people the, the frog shows that I do. Mm-hmm. We did the mic every Wednesday and the shows are one Saturday a month. The mic has a way better vibe and is just chill mm-hmm. because people come here knowing it's here. Everyone on the Saturday shows, it's from 9 to 10. It's a short show, mm-hmm. and it's right before a band, so everyone's there for the band, yep. which is cool. Piggyback off them. If you have a funny comedian, it doesn't mm-hmm. matter, but everyone is out to just drink and have a good time, yeah. and there's an asshole that's amplified on mm-hmm. a four-inch stage yelling at everyone. To pay attention, you know, yeah, it's it's, it's it's tough, man. It's tough times. So you can't really get mad at the crowd. I had someone here mm-hmm. at this mic literally start telling someone in the audience, I hope you fucking die. You're a yeah. piece of fucking shit. But you can do that in clubs. You can't do that in No, you can't do that in Because also, that guy will beat you outside. And fucking... No, 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 no. You can't do that anywhere. Because yeah. the way he was doing it, there was no comedy value. There was not to be funny. It was just It was be, just, yeah. he, he was just pissed off. And starts going off, and the girl was not even heckling. She was just talking to her friend at the bar because they were out for a drink. And he starts going, I hope you fucking die, you fucking piece of shit. I, think I the- fucking hate people like you. Da 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 da. And then put it down and then goes, Hey, uh, what's up with the shows? Like, how do I get booked yeah. on one? He has to get booked on a show after fucking going off on an audience member very inappropriately. I don't like it when people fucking shit on the bar. If you're really funny, like, if there's funny shit about the bar and you're funny, it works. But when you're just like trying to fill up your time a bit or try to like endure yourself, a lot of people will like shit on the bar. I've done that, that fucking, here, but you have yeah. to make it funny. I was like, uh, the crowd was kind of rowdy, and I'm like, you know what? In the end, the joke's on you guys because mm-hmm. you live here. You know what my favorite part of this comedy show is? Jumping in my car and driving to my house in Point Loma. <laughs> you motherfuckers have to live here. And they all started cracking up and they're like, yeah, da, 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 da. and like all of a sudden I had them, but you have to be tasteful. You have to make sure it's funny. You have to and make sure works. they know yeah. it's a joke. You have to make sure you're laughing with them yeah, exactly. and you're not like shitting. Like, right. I think you do that. And then, like, that's what I say. Like, well, you have the regulars here and you start saying, like, look at this piece of shit bar. These lights look stupid. Look, and this place looks dumb. And these people are like, well, this is where I come all the fucking time. So, why, are, why are you shitting on, on like, my, my hangout? hangout spot? Yeah. And the owner's there and he's like watching it. And you're like, <laughs> yeah, dude, you're really making the fucking bar wanting to have open mic because you're shitting on the bar. Luckily, fucking. Our, the owner of my place is really supportive and cool. Oh, that's how the guy is here. Yeah, it is. I mean, shit, yeah, that's that how George nice, and Tony yeah. at the Comedy Palace, man. They're yeah. they're such good guys. Like, I really like. Yeah, I look forward to doing more shows there. Hopefully, we'll start getting a brand over there, and I will, you know, try to get some of the games in the comedy show. I like doing that stuff. It's different. It's and you know, some people might think it's gimmicky, but it gets the crowd involved. You know, if it makes the crowd have a good time. That's the thing. And you're still keeping it in a comedy. Like, people are still... It's still a comedy show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't see the problem. Look, I focus on trying to entertain that crowd. You know, they come looking for entertainment. So I try actively. Like, hey, it'd be so easy just to throw the same thing. You know? But mm-hmm. I look to try to actively, like, entertain that crowd. Even if it goes to shit and no one even ends up playing the game. At least it's that little bit more to get you off your couch. You know? Like... I do so many times where I'm like, fuck, dude, lately I've been getting off my couch on Fridays because the Winston shows have been so good, but, you know, they just had such killer lineups, but, <laughs> but fucking, uh, 
you know, it's so hard to be like, oh, just to go to the bar. Like, just in general, when you're old and shit, you know? Dude, my couch is the most comfortable place in the world. I yeah, your couch thing. is that good, huh? Yeah. I saw this thing on the <laughs> internet, and it was, like, the same thing with, like, all these, like, cards and a mansion. And, like, I was like, some people like this, and I like this. And it was, like, a log cabin. And I was thinking, if that was applying to me, it would be, like, a couch <laughs> with, like, a coffee table with a bunch of weed and fucking, you know, a built-in cooler with paps in it. That would be my fucking Sounds paradise. incredible. Yeah, that's my million dollar. <laughs> then I just turn into Jabba the Hutt as I just lay there for the rest of my life, vaping on some weird frog contraption. Vaping on th- <laughs> this oil, man. Licking toads. Yeah, it's like licking toads, like right in the water. That's probably what fucking Jabba the Hutt was doing. He was probably fucking just soaking that toad in that water and vaping it up and just constantly hallucinating his balls off. Like, fucking, turns out <laughs> that Jabba the Hutt's like the fucking. I have no idea. Just for the record, I have no idea what we're talking about right now. I got a little lost there for a second. I was checking the calendar because at the end I do a recap of the comedy college shows. I look down my my phone, just make sure shit's lined up for, you know, ten minutes from now. Come back into the conversation. I have no idea what's (laughs) going on. Normally you could zone out for a second and jump back in. I I came back in and I'm like, dude, I might as well have started talking to a different person. You can't leave me on my own and I'll just (laughs) rant. My brain goes in weird places. Not yeah, productive places or like funny places, but, you know, <laughs> just, like just, just places. places. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh nice. my god, it's funny. So wait, how long have you been doing stand up? Just as long as I've been doing the show. I did it for a little while before, and that was when like I was going to shooters and stuff. But I wasn't doing it like hardcore, and it was like hard for me to like see like when you do comedy, you gotta know what you want from it. You know what I mean? And I didn't know that when I first did it. So then I stopped for a while. And then the owner of the go lounge is like, we need to do an open mic here. And then I was like, all right. And he was like, pick a night. He was asking other comedians. Like, he asked me to ask comedians. Like, and I put it on the good. Comedy Connection wall and stuff. And we got no response or anything. So then he was like, well, you do it, fuck. And I was like, all right. And so that's when I started doing comedy pretty much hard. Just so I could do that mic. You know, mm-hmm. like, I was that mic was like my... My central focus, and that's why I was like, yeah, and that's why I was like, well, I don't want it to be about me, because I could stop at any time, because I don't know how long I want to tell jokes, so I want it to be, like, about comedians. Well, you're not, you're not, like, a serious comedian where you're going out and grinding away. I don't want to end up touring, like, I don't want to live Zoltan's life, even though it's awesome, and he's an amazing comic, I'm never going to be that funny. And it's not the goal that I have. The goal I have is to throw amazing shows here. That's why I'm excited to go to the Comedy Palace, because this is a bigger venue to throw more fun and bigger and more fun shows. Oh, in the back room, um, for like the crowds that we have, mm-hmm. like 50, 60 people, that place is popping. Yeah, like I've been filling out uh, Go Lunch, because they have been fun, and they've been fun like shows where people are really entertained, and they just give the comedy more, comics more love and... You know, I feel people crush a little bit stronger there because it's like, yeah, pizza night, or hey, I just got a free fucking joint. <laughs> hey, I just won one in a raffle. <laughs> Not even know I was in. That's funny. Yeah, pizza night always goes well. Pizza night always goes well. Yeah, just t- you can't Not, make it like you every can't night. Tell you can't Carl make it every time. and Jerry that that's happening. Oh my god, dude! Carl, did you see his face when fucking pizza showed up? It's like a kid. Yeah. Carl's all about the free shit. Free shit, dude. I know. I wish Carl had a shirt that just said, where's the free shit? So people knew that what he was about, what his philosophy is. <laughs> all right. It is what it is. Yeah. What are you going to do? All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, shit, man. 
Thanks yeah, for coming on the podcast. Dude. Yeah, this is man, gonna be I had some so, pretty dry mouth now. So much fun this weekend, man. I, I seriously, I can't wait for the show. It's dude, I cannot wait, dude. It's going to be a real fun. It's going to be a party. It's going to be a real, hopefully not too crazy, but you never know, you know? I'm saying that because of the Super Bowl party. It got a little too wild. Yeah, it got a little wild. <laughs> it got a little rough. That's hilarious. Well, mm-hmm. shit, like I always do real quick, I'm going to give you guys a quick breakdown of everything happening at the Comedy Palace this week. Uh, this week actually is a World Series of Comedy satellite shows. So that's really cool. It's all, uh, you know, you can see people compete, try and move their way forward to the finals that happen in Las Vegas. So uh, Wednesday night, the show is at 7.30 p.m. Um, on Thursday, the show is at 7.30 p.m. again. And also that night, Joseph DePaul does a comedy magic show in the back room. And that starts at 8 p.m. And then Friday night, there are two shows in the main room at 7.30 and 9.30, and those are $20 each. And then also in the back room that night, there is a Spanish show at 7.30 p.m. And Club C that night, come down, get your groove on, do some dancing with good times. Saturday night. Two shows in the main room, 7.30 and 9.30. Then in the back room, what we were talking about, I'm doing a, I'm actually doing two shows that night. Uh, at 7.30, Kendrick Smith and I are doing a show in the back, and that has a $10 cover. And then at 9.30, motherfucking Jokes Not yeah. Bombs invades the Comedy Palace. 9.30 p.m. show. You got some great comedian. It's going to be so much fun. So uh, come out and enjoy the show, goddammit. And that's it. Everything happening at the Comedy Palace. And uh, just a reminder for every show, you need to be at least 18 years of age. There's a two-item minimum per person, but they also serve food. So if you don't drink, it's great, man. Get a burger and some fries and relax and watch some comedy. And for any show, get there early. The doors always open an hour before showtime or somewhere around there. It depends. On the late show, they open 15 minutes before because, you know, got to get shit moving. But get there early, goddammit. And uh, that's it. For more info on any of the tickets I'm talking about, go to thecomedypalace.com. You can find me on Facebook by searching Alan Henderson Comedy or check out my website, comedybyallen.com. Mr. Sanborn, where can they find you? They can find me at Jokes Not Bombs on Instagram, Facebook, all Jokes Not Bombs. We just started a YouTube channel, but there's not very much on it yet. But we plan on putting some Jokes Not Bombs content up there. You can find me personally at Drip Drip Drips on Instagram <laughs> or on Twitter. My Twitter name is Easy Bake Lovin'. So <laughs> if you want to get a hold of me on those things. Oh my God. <laughs> so, uh, oh shit. It's because I sweat a lot, you know? You can't. That's it. That's. <laughs> Everything happened at the Comedy Palace this week. Look them up online, goddamn. Actually, I just started a YouTube, or I just put a couple videos on my YouTube. Only a couple minutes long, but it yeah, it took me three years to do it. Yeah, no, same. I already about a year. Whatever, goddamn. It doesn't matter. Thank you for listening. Have a great week. <laughs> yeah, get those handles. Trip, trip, trips. Dumb. <laughs>